got this. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Inspiring Change Podcast. Danielle here, and I'm here with Johan. Yeah, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) This is episode one, season one. Yeah. So today we're going to start off by talking about Black Lives Matter. Yo, let's talk about what's, what you did on the weekend. Wait, 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 <laughs> wait, wait. You want to talk that that serious? Hey. What's up? How was your week, Danielle? Um, my week was good. Uh, it actually It actually went by pretty quickly. What did you do? Um, I did some business research. Nice. I worked. You worked? Yeah. Awesome. I work a standard... Um, Eight to five, so oh, awesome! Most of my days consist of getting up, going to work, and the evenings I dedicated to business and to business awesome. research. Awesome, awesome! Yeah, what about you? Well, um, what what about me? What? <laughs> How was your week? What have you been uh, doing? Well, okay, so today's Thursday, so uh, today I had a coding test. Uh, yesterday I had, um, well. Um, I have this class, it's called Computer Organization, and what they do is uh, they, they code in uh, assembly code, um, but they also do a lot of kind of like math to test the efficiency of the computer, and right now we are they testing theoretical speed up in latency of the computer. I know. I <laughs> it's no called, idea what It's that called is. the Atmos <laughs> Law. Um, they try, they mm-hmm. test um, like how fast is the computer now versus how it was now that we switched some hardware in it? Does it make sense? It's not that yeah, bad. Yeah, it makes sense, yeah. but it sounds very technical. Something yeah, I would, it's not that bad. Yeah. It sounds, it sounds yeah, worse than it is. Very high technical. Yeah, okay, that's so, good. So, Danielle, you're doing your what? What you doing? I'm doing my master's yes, in, in business administration. Yes, my undergraduate is in business management and supervision. Nice, nice, yeah. nice, nice. Yeah. And you're doing computer engineering. Yes, ma'am. I'm doing computer engineering. It's... And you're almost done. Yeah, yeah. One good. year out. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. That's good. So uh, I have this uh, chips that they're the hottest chips in the world. Ooh. <laughs> Let's try that. <laughs> I'll try one small piece. I try one sp- I'm not a spicy person, too. Have so you tried these before? Never. I don't it's even like It's called Packy? I don't even like Yeah. Packy. Packy. Yeah. Uh, it looks like Doritos, though. It says that it's freaking hot. I don't mm. know if that's a curse word, but hopefully not. Uh, it says that it's freaking hot, right? Can I, like... It's 100% ghost pepper. I'm don't weird. smell it because that's what I was going to say, no. can let me smell it. Oh, don't, don't put the whole bag. I'm only going to try right, one. I will try one. Uh, the count of three. Uh, hold on. Mm. Oh, my God. I a, wish we could recur on the faces here. I'm broken. Wait. <sighs> you ready? Oh no. Oh no. Well, ah man. It's gonna be bad. (laughs) Ready? One, two, three. Okay. Not bad. I thought it was gonna be worse. (laughs) <laughs> Look at you! <laughs> no. <laughs> See, I don't like spicy stuff. Not bad. I like them. Well, you know, I don't like um, cold water either, but I'll drink it. Mm. 
Yeah, it's not bad. My eyes watering. It's not that bad. It's not that hot, but. Ooh. You see my eyes watering? Mm. <laughs> Maybe the more. Okay. You eat, Ooh. The more you eat, you'll see. Ooh. <laughs> oh, that second one hit hard, though. Mm. Oh, my God. Mm. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god, what is making it worse? Alright. Alright, well, yeah, this I know. is gonna take a minute. I'm good with one. My taste, I don't, I can't feel my taste buds. <laughs> <laughs> it burned my taste buds. Whoa. Wow. Okay, all right, enough, enough chips. Oh my God, that's, that is crazy. No, 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 I, I give you a thousand dollars if you can finish that chip, that bag of chips. I mean, I'm sure there's people who, who like spicy stuff, but. Oh my God, <clears throat> that's not crazy. For me. That's crazy. It's not for me, not at all. Oh my God, water is making it worse. I feel every time I just I just I can I can taste I just want to drown myself in water. And one thing I know is like when you eat hot stuff, you can't even drink like soda or anything. Oh my god! All right, so This is why you were saying I'm going to no. need some water. I'm like, I have water. I have no. water. No. So, okay. So, let's talk about today's episode. So, today, you know, uh, we want to talk about a couple things. So, let's start with um, the most trending topic. I feel like if we... I know it's kind of like... Um, so, <clears throat> oh, my God. I'm sorry. Oh. It's kind of like social, social media-ish. But uh, let's start with uh, Black Flag. <clears throat> BLM movement. Um. Well, you know, I usually don't like to get too much into political topics or, you mm-hmm. know, sensitive topics like that. But Neither do I. Um, when it comes to Black Lives Matter, I agree. Black Lives Matter. I know a lot of people are saying, hey, all life matters. Yes, all lives matter, but all lives aren't in danger. All lives aren't threatened. And mm-hmm. I feel like, obviously, there is such a thing as white privilege and when it comes to black people, they have to be extra cautious when they go certain places. They have to be extra cautious when they do certain things. Of course. So, obviously, it, it's it's for everybody to know. Um, a lot of things are taught when it comes to culture and, and, and history, but they don't teach black history in school. They just teach us about World War II and, you know... The basics, the Holocaust, and all that stuff. But, but I think history has been rewritten. It has been rewritten. Exactly. And, and it has been altered. And, you know, there are things that you can do to go back and do... If you do an in-depth history on black history and certain things, you'll find out a lot of stuff that you'd never know if you didn't do that research. Of course. But all I have to say on this topic, and you can let me know if you disagree or not, but when it comes to Black Lives Matter... They do. 
Um, when it comes to police brutality, yes, it happens way more often than it should. Mm -hmm. But one thing that happens way more than police brutality towards minorities mm -hmm. is black on black crime. Black on mm -hmm. statistics show black on black crime exceeds police brutalities and how many people have died because of police. You know, mm -hmm. so it's just kind of like we have to make a change. Obviously, there has to be a change with the police system mm -hmm. and, you know, discrimination and racism and all that. But black on black crime has to also be, you know, acknowledged because it's so true. Just like that little girl, those little kids that were shot and killed earlier this week, mm -hmm. over the weekend, they were killed by another black person. They mm -hmm. were shot. And I think it was an eight year old or a seven year old. They were killed, and it wasn't by an officer. It wasn't by a white racist person. It was by a black guy. Mm -hmm. So that little girl lost her life, and you know it, it's unfortunate that it was because of another black person. But this is something that happens on the regular. It, it happens in in places that have high populations of blacks, and I feel like we need to protect ourselves, especially during this time. Protect ourselves. Course. protect each other black men protect the black women and you know look out for each other instead of taking up a gun and going around shooting people for no reason of course you know um that, that's really all i have to say when it comes to that matter let me tell you this i mean um man it, you said so many good things and you said you touched on so many points and i mean just picking up from 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 like what you said um, the police listen there there is like in every profession there is people there is good people and there is bad people yep. and I feel like the police only gets attention when they do wrong things and we only we only like okay I get it there is police brutality is true it's real but yes. you only see the police on the news when it's negative right and we all we we glossing over all the good things that the police currently and has been doing for the community mm -hmm. like right now it's just like police are bad like police 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 like dude like in every job there is people that don't do their job well like that's just that's just the the, the facts go anywhere you will see now now you're right when um, when a policeman does uh, does their job incorrectly, somebody loses their life, and somebody happens to be black. I get it, but can't you know? Like I I I want I want us to have like I'm not saying now don't police brutality is not a thing. I just want us to find a healthy balance and be conscious that the police institution is not they're not all bad. Like right. they, they, we have a problem. Right. Yes, there is a problem, but I do know po not all police are bad. Yeah, not all of them are bad. Yeah, that's one thing that I want to touch on. Second, um, I have a lot of white friends, and I feel right now I want to say something that it's it's it, it's like it's like obvious, but I feel like it's it's being dismissed. Not only white people are racist. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of I actually I don't, but there is Hispanic people, racist. 
Yes. There is black and people. And there's black people that are racist, racist too. Racist towards and I, white. That's actually a good topic that I would like to discuss of too. Of course, go for it. Um, so that is true. Uh, there is a huge issue with colorism and, you know, people feeling superior if they have a lighter shade of skin. But it's within every race. It's of not just course. it's not just against blacks and whites or, you know, Hispanics or Chinese or whatever the case is. They have black people that are feel they're superior just because they're of yellow skin. We call them yellow or light skinned. Of course. <laughs> but um we're all the same. Like if you take a white person and whether you're yellow, caramel, pecan, tan, whatever the color is, you're black. And when a, when anyone looks at you, they're going to say you're black. They're not going to say you're... You know, if a white person looks at you, they're going to say you're black. <clears throat> regardless of the type of shade you are. Because there's so many different shades of brown. So many different shades of black. Mm-hmm. So um, it's, it's definitely a thing where people can be racist within their own, you know, culture. Within their own... You know, even with Hispanics, they call them Afro-Latinos or Afro-Latinas. But they're all Latinos or Latinas. You know, they're all Spanish. Mm -hmm. But there's just different shades. And that's what makes us unique. There's different shades. There's different sizes. There's different textures and different looks to us. And I feel like that makes us unique. And I feel like right now, a lot of people are like, not everyone though. A lot of people are pro the movement pro and like hear my voice and that's completely fine but a lot of people are like right now like yo white person feel guilty black life matters <laughs> like feel guilty <laughs> and the white person is just like okay i'm sorry that my ancestors had us right <laughs> but i'm not racist hey by the way i'm hispanic by the way and you're like you know if that yeah. happens to matter i'm not yeah. white because not you know <laughs> but i feel like we are attacking white and like white is a you know like white yeah. is evil like racism exists white privilege exists but remember not all white people are racist exactly not like, all black people yes, are sitting here like yes. you know and i feel like we are in this culture now that less shame on white people like i get it they like they have a for, like racism is real but you know, we were talking about this a couple of days ago. Like you, I feel like instead of you know going to Twitter and and liking every white shaming post, there's a lot of things you can do that are way more mm-hmm. powerful than that. And yeah. you can break the system, the, the systematic uh, uh, oppression. There is a yeah. systematic advantage. I we get it. But you can, you know, what you can do, you can go to you. You can go. There's. I was. I was the other day. Um, how many, me personally, I, like, I promise you, like, what? go and get a law degree. If you black, go ahead, do four years, get a law degree. Yeah. Get, get, get a, get, get, a, get into, um, becoming, get into criminal justice. Of course. You know? go, go and become a doctor. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we do have, we do have a lot Plenty of people that of are them. doctors. We have a lot you, of scientists. But my thing is some people, they don't like what's going on, but I'm like, be the change. Go ahead and implement that change. If you want to be able to create and, and diminish laws, then study law. You know, get into politics. That's way I, more I've powerful. been saying that. I've been saying of that. Of course. And I'm like, you can make a change. You know, there is, I, I'm not going to say there's not, but there is a lot of people out there, minorities specifically, that have this, you know, they have that mental slavery. We're not, you know, physically enslaved like some of our ancestors, but 
there there is still that mental slavery that I feel a lot of people have going on. Like they can't do this, they can't do that. You can do, especially if you live in the U.S., I feel like you can be and do whatever you want to be. You just have to put your mind towards it. You have to work towards it. You know, it's not obviously going to come easy. It's not going to be handed to you, and you're going to have to work two and three times as hard as the average white person, but it's something that is accomplishable. I just feel like there is a, the, the conversation on, on social media has been brought so much, and I do agree that ra racism exists and there's some things that needs to be cha done and changed and, and the conversation needs to be had. But some people has moved the goalposts like, now, okay, America sucks now. America is the worst place ever. America, I'm like, listen, America well, is the worst, is the mm -hmm. best place to live right now. Literally, statistically speaking, if you are a citizen of America, you are part of the 1% of the wealthiest people in the world. Like, this is not perfect, but this is the best we have. And I, 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 I feel like I'm a little, I'm a little like, I, I, let me put you a live example. You were hearing the NBA talking about, and I know this, you, 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 you're not in sports, but it's okay. Watch this. The NBA is like, oh my God, Black Lives Matter. Let's put the number, let's put in the back of the shirt. Uh, equality or social justice or like and I'm uh, so you know where the NBA does all his merch you know where they do all his merch in China yeah. China right now is having an oppression is, is having right now an oppression system where at the point that on China the authorities will go into the into the bookstores and if you are writing books about freedom, they will take your books off the shelves and they will just burn them down. And you know what they're using as a symbol of, of like protest? The American flag. So the NBA will be like, Black Lives Matter. Uh, we, we want equality, but you, what, you never have spoken about China. China has been doing this for a couple years now. Hmm. Where does all the the shoes from for for Nike are made are in China, so I feel like there is a little of a, a little bit of hypocrisy, you know, um, and and social media sensationalism going on there. I feel like, you know, I feel like we should just we seriously like I feel like right now. I just would like us the, the, the conversation of America sucks being a little bit toned down because America is the best we have right now. Okay. That's pretty much it. I, I really don't got a lot to say about it. I feel like um, definitely it's a conversation to be had. Racism is real. Um, the, 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 uh, the playing field is not leveled. And and that's a conversation that it needs to be had. And I'm proud of that I'm an American. We are having the conversation currently. So Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So um I wanna tell you a story that happened to me um a couple of weeks ago. It was a friend of mine, so I will not mention any names. So <laughs> so um a friend of mine, um 
he posted something on social media and I see and I and I and I'm like, oh look, seems like I asked him, what's that? Right? Like just a post here. So oh that's my that's the logo of my new business brand, he says. And I'm like, oh that's awesome. What I, I, I respond, why took you so long to start your business? I was like he was like I was I was a little afraid, I'm not gonna deny it. And we go ramble for a little bit back and forth. Then he asked me, what are you doing? What are you doing currently for living? And I'm like, I'm doing a little bit, of, I'm doing stocks. I'm, do, I'm just in the stock market right now. And he was like, okay, so what are you doing? I was like, okay, so I, this is what I do. I literally just go ahead, go into check the stock, buy and sell. Like just normal, like what else would you do? That's the only thing you can do in the stock market. <laughs> and he's like, oh really? All right, then um, how about I want to start, start investing in the stock market together. So I was like, okay, go ahead. I sent him even the link of the app that I, I use. A Weeble? Yeah, yeah, Weevil. I sent him the link of the app. I was like, okay, here, here's the link. I, I literally don't make any money by you doing it. So this is not like a multi-level marketing or anything. Like, just go ahead. Kill it, man. He was like, no, 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 no. I'll send you the money. And you give me a percentage every day of that. And I'm like, hold on. So I'm working for you now? <laughs> no, no, but this is what you're going to do. Just, just get this money. Uh, how do I send to you? Just like, well, I got a PayPal account. Oh, he sends me the money. Stupid me, I got the money. Oh my God, I shouldn't have gotten that money. So, um, that was Friday. Saturday, he texted me, where is my money? Where's my cut of today? And I'm like, hmm. It's the weekend though. It's the weekend. So I was like, he's the weekend. Okay, so he was like, okay, 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 no problem. My guy. Monday, <laughs> where's my money? So, thoughts. <laughs> I want to know what you think before I tell you well, why I told him. For me, you see me, I mean, obviously I'm educated on the stock market. Not, not entirely, 100%, but mm -hmm. based off my experience and based off what I heard, I know the stock market is it's unpredictable. It's like gambling. Oh, yeah. You know, nothing is guaranteed, you know. The stock market could be up one day and then the next day it drops extremely hour. low. I mean, in the same day, it can go up yep. extremely. And then by the end of the close of business day, it's like all the way down. So for me personally, if I'm doing stock trading or, you know, working within stock, I'm not taking money from anybody because there's should. no guarantee they're going to make that money back. And I don't want to be liable for anybody's money or responsible for their money being lost. You know what I'm saying? So for me personally, you should send that money right back to him or not even invest it and just give it back to him and say, hey, here's your money back with, you know, obviously 0% interest. You didn't gain anything. I would just send him his money right back because if if you lost his money, he's going to be like, okay, where's my money? I thought you were going to make like $1,000 on that money in one day, you know? What works for you might not work for him. Of course. So, yeah, that, that's just my take on it. So I proceed on explaining. I'm like, listen, dude. Like, like it, this is, this is there. There is there is some risk involved in this business. Like, like mm -hmm. first of all, uh, the money you send me. Um, I mean, I get I I paid for per transaction, right? When I send you that money back, like I cannot be sent to you. I'd be sending to you, like. Um, like today, I will send you fifty bucks, or today I will send you ten dollars. Like that, that's 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 not like you know. So, long story short, I end up sending him the money back. Um, 
And that was pretty much it. I really felt like, but the thing is, I was trying to explain to him how to start the business. I explained to him how to start the business on like three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. Like I that's, that's what that's trading. when he sent me the initial money, right? Mm-hmm. Yesterday, yesterday, three weeks ago, I, I told him uh, he sent me the initial money. He sent me the initial three weeks ago. Yesterday, his wife texts me and tells me, all right, we saw, we done signing up. How we just waiting on you on how to start. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just like, wait, what? They, we so, are we finished the sign out process. They tell me three weeks later. Mm-hmm. We waiting on you on how to start. All caps. Well, I mean. The most you can do is explain to him how to how the stock market works. It's unpredictable. It's literally like gambling, you know? I mean, obviously, certain companies do good. They're constantly doing it. Like, we can use Amazon as an example. You know, streaming services, Netflix, they're probably doing good right now. But the most you can do is explain to him how it works, and then he has to go ahead and watch take out. his own money. No, 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 watch say, out. You know? Watch out. I respond to the, to the, to the, to the wife, and I tell her, like what how can i help you when he tells me that all caps this i'm like okay how can i help you it's like well first you can start by telling me what company to invest on mm. yeah but then if that company is not doing well then he's gonna be like you told me to, to buy money into this but, company. but you know what i tell him i saw so I, I tell him i'm like yo listen dude like what bro i wish you look literally what you're asking me just giving me money like, give me money, Gabriel. Like, literally, you're asking me directly, can you give me money? Here is this $2,000. Give me $200 back for the rest of my life. Literally, if I had somebody that I could do that, man, I would do it. Sounds like a great business from your end. Yeah. From your end. Yeah. You're not taking any risk. So I end up returning the money. It was pretty funny, though. He never, but you know what's funny? I was telling him, like, let me teach you how to do it. He never wanted to learn. Well, if he doesn't want to learn, you can't help him then. You can't help him if he's not going to sit down and, and show... If, if he's not going to let you show him how it works, then it's not going to work. That was It was so it was so funny because <clears throat> I was literally trying to teach him how to do it. And I told him, like, bro, like, this is not a multi-level marketing or anything. This is not... I, if I recruit you, I get uh, nothing. Like... Uh, like, just let me teach you out of my good art how to do it. And right. you. So he sent his wife to learn, not him. I don't know when I was a friend of the wife, for sure. Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I, I, it was cool, though. I, I was just like, wow, people, how much I got. Uh, people never stop surprising me. I was just like, wow, God, like, seriously, uh, uh, I got so much to learn yet. I got, I got so much to learn yet. Like, uh, yeah, people, people, people gonna people, people gonna people. That's why I really, and honestly, he's a he's a good friend of mine. He's a good friend of mine. People gonna people. I really, that's why I like to set up expectations in no one any days. Like, people gonna people. Mm-hmm. It's pretty people much are it. people. They people, do what yeah, they do. They just do what they do. That's that's the the last thing I'll say is um, I know with people when you're saying people will be people. 
when that's kind of what I say in, in HR when I'm working. Like, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you call somebody for a job or whatever the case is and they, they're unresponsive to you. You're calling them, they won't answer the phone, mm-hmm. you can't get in touch with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, people aren't, you're not like, people are not a product. Mm-hmm. It's not like a pen or a phone you can put down and it'll stay. Mm-hmm. You know, people can roam off and do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. So that, that's what I'll say. Yeah, people have a mind of their own and they'll do what they're going to do. People are going to people. Yeah, people, people gonna be people. people. That's the name of the episode. People, <laughs> people gonna will people. Be, be people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Um, so yeah. Um, that, what else we want to talk about? I mean, the only other thing I had was business. So, uh, what's up? What's up with business? Tell me. Well, um, for me, I know getting doing business and and, and taking that entrepreneurial step. Uh-huh. It's not easy, you know, especially when you you're not getting the support you need. Okay. And I personally feel from experience, like luckily I have a good support system, but there are many times where there's people you know and you can send them a link to your business or you can you know, share your business with them and they show no interest. So when it comes to business, I know sometimes getting up and running, you're usually supported by people you don't know versus mm-hmm. people that are close to you when it could be friends or family. And they're not as supportive as they should be. I mean, I don't know what your take on is about that. But for me, I just know um, self-motivation is, is very important. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Self-motivation is very important because you're not always going to get it from your close friends and family. And, you know, it's kind of sad, but that's what I've been experiencing on this entrepreneurial journey. You know, let me tell you this. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take your point, and I'm gonna double down on it. I feel like, first of all, you shouldn't, you shouldn't expect, like, you shouldn't expect anybody to believe on your idea. You know, um, especially friends and family. Um, I'm at the point that I, I like. I really don't have any expectations on people to believe in on my idea. In terms of, like, I show it to you, but I don't expect you to believe on it. I don't expect you. I don't expect you. I don't have. I'm, I don't have the expectation. He's gonna believe on it. If if you do, great. If you don't, great. Like, I believe on it. You know, I I believe on the idea. I believe. I believe that this, this is, and that's all it matters. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing you touched on, it was on, um, yeah, well, I forgot. What was you saying? <laughs> About the self-motivation and, you know, um, you know, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, 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 that part, where, that was the part, that was the part yeah. that I, yeah. So like, I, I want to say, especially when you are the front of, of, a, of an organization, basically, mm-hmm. I will take it further. You got to be really have, not be self-motivated, but you have to take the initiative because usually when for instance when i when when i when you work at a job you just there mm-hmm. you never be like all right let's just start this project boss and if you are great for you <laughs> I, i'm talking about my myself i'm being real here like i was never like all right so how really can i be really efficient with my time here on this job since they pay me for the hour you're actually thinking complete opposite when you're an employee Yep. If you're not, hey man, I applaud you. 
I was talking about Gabriel myself as an employee. That's and that's why I'm sorry. I, 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 me, I was sorry my own company because I'm really not the best employed employee here. So yeah. I needed to like, hey, I'm not good on this. Like, I got, I really don't feel good when they tell me be here at nine. Right. So that's why I started my own company. If you are great, great for you. I applaud you. But like I said, like one of the things, uh, like to come. You showing me something here. Yes. Uh, you showing me a meme. What is it? <laughs> you showing me. You gotta, you gotta this monitor. is why. This is why I don't like to come to work because it takes too long to get off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what? it says. It says. This is why I don't like to come to work because it takes too long to get off, and that's how I feel literally every. What do you day. mean? What do you mean? Explain it. Explain it. So for me, it's like. Me, I've always, always, always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I've always wanted to have my own business. And I just feel like, you know, I've, there's certain memes and stuff I see. And I'm just like, that. I relate so much to that. Because, you know, if you're not making your dream come true, you're making somebody else's dream come true. That's how it works. Of course. You know, you, know, you being an entrepreneur, you're going to make your dream come true. You're going to make sure that you're getting that financial stability that you want. But you're always going to have a cap on what you're making as far as income when you're working for someone else. Of course. You have a set salary. You have a set hourly rate. And that's just what I, 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 I know. I, I can't see myself doing this long term. You know, you get an hourly rate. You have to, if you're not feeling well, you have to call no, into work and say, no. hey, um, I'm not feeling well. I can't make it in today. And or, most of the time, you are not feeling well. They question you like, yeah, oh, is it that bad that you yeah, stay at home? And I'm exactly. Like, <laughs> and, 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 and half of the time, it's like, okay, you're going to either have to use a sick day or you're going to just not get paid for a the sick day. day. If you don't work, you don't get paid. You know? I still eat when I don't work. Right. I don't even know. Right. <laughs> right. So when you're an entrepreneur, it's just me wanting that stability, me wanting to have that passive income, me wanting to have that residual income and not have to work. I want to build a business. Mm-hmm. I want us to build a business of where we could be sitting back and when we wake up, we can say, what am I going to do today? Of course. Do I want to go to Paris, France? Do I want to go to the Bahamas? Do I want to just sit home, chill and watch my big flat screen TV of course. versus having to go into work a set time every single day and ask your manager, you know, hey, I want to take vacation in July, the second week of July, and having to get that approval. Mm -hmm. You know, even my mom, like she has before, there's many times where we've wanted to take vacation. I get the time off and she's putting in for time off Mm -hmm. and they're declining her time off. I'm I'm like, no, 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 no. And, you know, put it in again. Why are they declining your vacation time? You know? You have vacation time. Why are they declining it? So okay. that that's the type of stuff that I just don't like, you know, is having to ask for permission because that's really what it is. I'm good. You have to ask for permission and you also have to ask for approval. And it's just, I'm not it's something I'm not comfortable with. You know, I want my own. I want to be the one directing orders. I want to be the one helping Nothing people grow. Yeah, I, I, I ultimately want to be the boss. That's how I see myself as, as a boss, as an entrepreneur. And I want to be able to set goals and help people do that as well. Of course. You of know, course. I, I don't want to be yeah. reprimanded or micromanaged. Of course. You know, that, that's always something that I've hated because... Ah, man, micromanaging. Oh, don't get me started <laughs> micromanaging. What are you doing? My on... thing is, I, I've, been, I've been in positions where, you know, me, when I learn something, oh. I perfect it. Oh, my God. You know, and there's many times where people try to come up behind you and say, oh, did you do this? Did you do that? And I'm just like, yes, I've been doing and... this for over a year. I do the same thing every day. 
and I'm very proficient with yo, it. So I don't need anyone yo, to follow up with me. Let's talk about that for you know? a minute. The I don't need anyone to follow thing. up with me. That's just how. That's just how I've always been. Like I know what I need to do. Uh, I train people. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't need to come and, and follow up behind me. Let's talk about the micromanaging thing. Mm-hmm. Is it really effective? <sighs> Does know, it work? I, that's a good question. You know, does I, it work? When I, I tell you, like, nine thirty one, you've been on the bathroom for eight minutes. Does it work? For- yeah. <laughs> so, so for me, I've been in in the supervisorial role before, not titled that, not paid for it, but that's I've been delegated as a supervisor because I was a senior employee before. I never micromanaged. I always talked to you know my coworkers, and I've always taught them and, and trained them. But everybody knows they can come to me easily for things. I never say, oh, did you do this? Did you do that? If somebody has a question, they'll come to me and they'll ask me. You know, that's what questions are for. You know, if you're there and they know they can come to you and trust you, then you should have anything to worry about. I've never had to worry about anyone that was on my shift when I was working at particular places that I won't mention. But, you know, sometimes people you know, micromanage. And I'm just like, there's no need for it. If somebody's not doing their job, if they're not doing something correctly, habitually not doing something correctly, then they need to obviously be micromanaged or reprimanded. But micromanaging, I, I really don't think it's effective. I, I really just, don't. I it just, makes people uncomfortable. I just think it, it doesn't me. work at all. I, I think it doesn't work. I just think it doesn't work at all. When you do it, I feel like that my experiences with micromanaging, I feel like you really are... Like no, you really are doing it more to like oppress, like like you know, exercise your power on me rather than to to make me do my job more effective. I feel really like if I nine thirty one, put it late on your time sheet. Or put it put it late on your time clock yeah. today. You got, I feel like I'm it, like I feel ah. like people that micromanage they probably have a they're probably egotistical type thing. I like about they're like I'm a manager and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna I tell this person what to, to get, do. And those people I, I been always in the company for ten years. Like they yeah. really feel like this. It's, it's there. like you, you just got a promotion and you're trying to sit yeah. here and you know. You you really only need to. I, I don't even think you need to micromanage. If if somebody's not doing something correctly and they're doing it constantly, yeah, then you can go up behind them and, and reprimand them and let them know what they're doing wrong. But I don't think it's something you need to do on a constant basis. It's really annoying. It's not. I don't you know. So micromanaging. I mean, and and with us, you know, you know, building a business and stuff. That's something we're not going to do. Oh my god. That's no. something we're not going to oh do. I can't god, imagine no. myself being a micromanager. No. No, you know, I, I want people like to be comfortable effective. around me. I just feel like it doesn't and, and, work. And that's probably a lot of people. That, they, they, people that micromanage, I feel like they have a high turnover rate when it comes to people, you know, that they hire and work with as well. So, yeah, let me tell you this: I, I, as as a business owner, I feel like my main priority beyond customers, and I, and I can say this openly, is to take care of the people that work for me. Right. It's 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 beyond the customers. It's beyond beyond service. Beyond mm-hmm. I I I have to take care of the people that work for me first. Exactly. And and that's ultimately that's how your business will be successful too. If you take care of your employees, they're gonna take care of your business. Man. That's one thing that's for a fact. Uh, if you're taking care of your employees, they have no reason to leave. 
they will take care of your business and do as they should. No. And and I no. agree with you. We're I, definitely gonna take care of our I, employees, make sure that they're compensated. Hundred percent properly. 100%. You know? It's it's definitely 100%. a plus. I get I, they get paid before I get paid. Yeah. That's and that's the that's the ugly part about being in front. Like you mm-hmm. literally you take no credit and a hundred percent of the blame. Mm-hmm. That's and but people don't want to hear that. Yeah. But seriously though, I feel like this. I mean, I had my own. I had my own experiences with micro manager. I had one time this manager that if you will get in at nine thirty, she will. I, she will wait for you at the door at nine thirty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we we and I will get there at nine thirty at the door. We will look at and she. We will have this like look of both like looking at each other. Okay, yeah, yeah. I got here on time. What's up? Like. No, that's funny. Like when I used to work at this place, um, they were saying the same thing. You know, sometimes you'd be like a minute or two late. If, oh. if traffic, you know, oh. a minute or two, come on, it's nothing. But they would they they stressed on you need to be here on time. So I would get there on time and I would purposely wait to clock in on the dot. And I did that because they don't pay you for that extra minute or two that you clock in late. They what they had was like a seven minute. Um, time frame. So whether I clocked in at let's say one thirty or one thirty seven, I get paid the same amount. I would still get paid for that thirty minute time frame. Mm-hmm. If you clocked in at one thirty eight instead of one thirty, mm-hmm. then that would be a fraction cut off of what you get paid. <sighs> but because of that time frame, you know, I usually try to clock in one twenty nine or one thirty on the top. But there are people who are very particular about that, and I know being on time is 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 really you know usually I'm punctual but um, they they said something about on time is late early is on time something like that I, there was a saying that they used to say when I was an SGA in high school but yeah um, they have people that are very particular and and, and super I just feel like when you are about that. when you when you are working with adults and you like. Exercise. I mean, I think the greatest power is the greatest power. I, I read this. I don't remember where, but mm-hmm. the greatest power is the one that you don't exercise. And when when you tell someone, "I am the supervisor," like when you make them feel like that, like you you should be here on time. If not, or else, you know, I'll be waiting for you at the door. I, yeah, think, I think that's nah, a bit I, much. Waiting at the door now? No, nah, that's too much. But I think when you, the micromanaging thing, I think you, 99 of 100 times, you'll never get a, like a, a, a positive response out of it. Mm-hmm. You're, 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 I think as a manager, your main priority should be make your worker feel comfortable where he's working yes, at. Exactly. Make him feel like, bro, you, you, as a worker, I'm telling you, beyond the pay rate, I'd rather get paid minimum wage and be in a stress-free environment a thousand times. Mm-hmm. It's all about the culture, and that's true. I've seen many people, because you know I work in HR, I work in staffing. It's like people rather have a, a stable culture, a better culture for less pay. Of course. You know, it's not always for some people, especially people in the corporate world who are, you know, seasonal people. They are like, it's not about the money. What's the it's culture not. like? What's the culture like? That that's usually what they ask. Yeah, what is the course, culture like? Because that's you you don't want to be working under hostility or working under duress. You know, you want to go to work. You want to be comfortable. You want to go do your job and go home. You don't want anyone stressing you out or micromanaging you. So that is one question I do get a lot, and that's no. what's the culture before they even ask about the pay. 
So for me personally, I, I agree with you. Um, I wouldn't want to get paid minimum wage, but if I had a no, choice, no, you do I. You know, you know what I meant. You know, I know what I meant. You know what I meant. Minimum wage is too much. I know, but if I had a choice between the culture and the pay, I would definitely. If it's, if it's, if it's a ten dollar per difference hour, I'm like, okay. Of course. You know what? What weighs on you the most? What is the most important? And it's being in a stable environment. You know, before the money, they could pay you a hundred dollars an hour. But if someone is stressing you out and you wouldn't you believe how stuff, much how much stress like, that nah. builds from the person when you yeah. when you wake up and you know you go into oh my god yes. Monday I, again. I've had you put like your clothes like you go into a funeral, I'm man. Like, let me let me oh. press snooze a couple more times to delay. Oh my the god, I gotta go there again. again, see that person yes. again. You know, some people dread and going put to that work. smile on it. Dread people, going to work. Some I, people do. I promise it. you, I'd rather be. Uh, yeah, I rather if you pay me twenty, I rather get paid fifteen. I'm not going to you. Probably, I, I promise mm-hmm. you. Yep. And that's why I tell you, like our main priority here is like taking care of the people. Like I promise right. you, hey, you do, a, you know, taking care of them. Like we will eat after you eat. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just we will definitely a hundred out of a hundred times will sacrifice our paycheck for your paycheck. And right. that's not even negotiation. Paycheck will never payroll. If if you didn't eat, we gotta close down the company then. Mm-hmm. But payroll will never be a problem. Right. I will never be eating, and my people aren't. That, that's not no. Yeah. Exactly. All right. All right. That's. I think that was that was pretty good that's for it. episode one. Okay. Yeah, All right. We had a good conversation. Yeah. So um, thank you guys for listening. This is Danielle and Johan. All right. All right. Have a good day. All right. You got this. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, everyone. It's Danielle here with Inspired Delta, and we are here with our CEO. Really? Where is him? Mr. (laughs) Mr. Johan Castillo. Oh, wow. What's up? (laughs) How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm chilling. I'm good. Um, Yeah. Yeah. How was your day? Um, How's your week? Hey, man. They were complaining about your pen. Uh, a lot of people t- told me that they wanted to, yeah, your clicking pen. Oh. Take it away from Right. Yeah. Well, I don't have a pen this week. Okay, great. Um, and chips? You brought them? No chips. Uh, I had a decent week. It went by really fast. Time okay. is going by really fast. Yeah. Um, I know before Corona started, uh, that month of March, mm-hmm going into april was very long and i feel like that's because we were home everybody was home and it was just like time was going so slow yeah now for me time is just like going so quick it's just flying by but it's because you've been busy not really it's well, just why is it going time, so fast it's just going by fast no. um okay. I, partially it, it is because i'm busy i'm doing more than i was doing i'm doing more now than i was doing two months ago you know work and then business outside of work mm-hmm. Um, what are you doing outside of work? Business, business ventures. Are they legal? Yes, <laughs> everything I do is legal. I'm trying to. I, I'm participating in running two businesses. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Are you in school as well? Yes, but I'm. I'm not taking any. My class ended. Um, oh really? Like, I didn't know your class at time. I was joking, but your class. Yeah, ended? my class ended two weeks ago. It was only six weeks. Well, my class is gonna be over. My classes yeah. are going to be over in two weeks. So, um, my week was fine. Um, I did, um, like, most of the same. 
I had an experience actually. Uh, when was it? Last Monday. So I have a, a leak, as you can see, on my, on my. Jeez, I forgot. I'm forgetting the name of so the faucet. The faucet. Yeah, I got. A, yeah, I had a leak. I have a leak on the faucet, and like, like you, like you get it tight. Yeah, you hear the drip. Yeah, yeah. So I go to the leasing office. And I was like, Yo, uh, let me show you this video because I have a leak and I want you to see it. And clearly, they haven't come back and fixed it. But that's besides the point. So I go to the leasing office, and I go and I go like, Yo, uh, I know the guy. The guy. His name is Mitchell. Oh, I didn't want to say his name. <laughs> well, yo, crop so that like, part out. <laughs> cut, cut. <laughs> so I uh, bleep. <laughs> His name is so. Okay, His name's so, Michael. <laughs> yeah, so Michael. Um, so I, so I go to him. I go to him, and I'm like, yo, um, yo, dude, uh, how are you? Um, I have a. Let me show you. I have a thing. I have a. I have something going on. I don't know how to submit a maintenance order. Whatever you know, I'm new here. Can you please submit a maintenance order for me? I have a leaking on the faucet. He looks at me and he says, yo, what's your biggest lift? Your biggest lift? Yeah, I was, I'd say, I was like, what? wait, what? I was, like, yeah. I was like, yeah, 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 at the gym. What's your biggest lift? <laughs> and I'm like, I I'm holding my phone in front of him with the leaking faucet. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like yo, like that's so weird. Like what? What? what, what well, why? What, what, why did he ask you that? I don't know. Like yo, what's your, what's your biggest lift? And I'm like, what? Well, did you did you answer him? I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, What'd you tell? No, him? no, no. He, he so he, first he asked me like, yo, what? What's your favorite lift? He was like, what's your favorite lift? And I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay, all right. So I tell him like, yo, squad, but the so the leaking fault, I I I think I was, he, he, and I asked him like, yo, so are you talking about the the, the the main three? The main three is like deadlift, squad, and bench press. So I was like, yeah. and, and I was like, the main three I was like, yeah, yeah, I think so. He was like, yeah, most likely. And I'm like, so we're not gonna talk about the leaking faucet at all. <laughs> he was like, yeah, what's a, what's your what's your favorite? And I'm like. The leaking faucet? No. <laughs> anyway, uh, he was like, uh, I, so I responded and I said, like, I think it has to be a squad. He was like, oh, how hard can you go? How how heavy can you go? And I'm like, no, we're not gonna talk about the leaking faucet. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, pretty God. weird. Um, well, what did you tell him that your heaviest weight was? Oh, um, I told him. Literally, I'm flirting with 500. Uh, and he said, um, have you gotten it? I said, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was the weirdest conversation ever. But, you know, I think we, like, vibe. Because he was like, you be, but I'm, again, I'm holding my phone with the leaking faucet and a video. He was like, yeah, because I saw you the other day lifting, and I didn't want to ask, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> the leaking faucet? Nothing? So did he help you in the end? It's still leaking. You can hear it. Wait. <laughs> so you didn't talk at, about the faucet at we, all? Yeah, at the end, he was like, yeah, dude, I gotta, I'm going to take care of this maintenance orders right now. They're going to be there in your home tomorrow. So how about you just call the leasing office? Just call and they get to ask me those questions again? He's not going to know who it is over the phone. 
Obviously, he said he saw you lifting, so he's not going to know who it is if you're calling on the phone. And then he said, he said the following. Yeah, I saw you lifting the other day, but I didn't want to ask you why you were lifting. That was kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll just ask you now. I question. ask you now while I'm at work, you know, I'm on their clog, so. Okay. So that was kind of funny. Um... But yeah, that was pretty much what happened. Um, then I saw a snake, and you know my life was in danger, but nothing serious. Oh wow! So, um, so I know you today. I wanted I wanted to talk to you today about um, comparing to others because um, I feel like it was a topic that um, I feel like I struggled uh, my entire life, um, and. I think comparisons are are not like I don't think what okay let me ask you a question to you when is it good to compare to others is it good to compare to others for me I don't compare myself to others because mm-hmm. everybody has different opportunities everybody has everybody does not start uh, at the same right, spot right right right, right. When it comes to the starting line, you know, some people have a head start. Mm-hmm. Some people are starting way at this here. Okay. I mean, obviously, there's a finish line depending on what your goals are, but everybody has, you know, certain things that would enable them to be farther in life okay. quicker. Okay. You know, people have, they're introduced and they have um, access to certain things okay. more than other people. You know, so that's mm-hmm. um, I, I don't compare myself because or at least I try my best not to, because, like I said, different opportunities arrive for different people mm-hmm. at different times in their lives. So Correct. some people have to work harder than others. Correct. You know, some people just don't know certain things in order to get them where they want to go. And it's a longer process. Correct. So, I, yeah, definitely don't compare yourself. I think it's it, it puts you in a spot where you're like, you know, it kind of. It weighs on you, it in does. a way. It weighs on you. It so does. I don't want to have the stress of like, oh my gosh, look at that person. They're making six figures straight out of college, you know. And I'm here like trying to make half of that, you know. So it's kind of just don't don't compare yourself. So what what do you think is like in terms of like is it look? So if I see if I go around and I see someone that is earning one hundred and twenty thousand dollars, and I say, hey, I want to earn one hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Am I comparing myself to that person? Is that a bad thing? Then? You're not comparing yourself. You're saying that that's your goal. Mm-hmm. If somebody you, if you know somebody that's making 120, and you want to make that, you, you say, hey, yeah, you know, what did you do to get to where you are? That's not comparing yourself. That's you inquiring to find out how you can get to that level. Not mm-hmm. specifically comparing. Correct. I would say comparing is looking at somebody who's in your class, who has a job lined up because their parent works for a large corporation and they have a job lined up as soon as they graduate college. Not everybody has that option. You know, mm-hmm. if, if their parents are working for a Fortune 500 company, mm-hmm. obviously they have access to getting a job mm-hmm. and say, if, if your parent is a COO or CEO of a company, of course you're gonna have access to certain positions within the company. Um, so I would, yeah, I would definitely say don't do that comparison versus finding out information on how you can get there. I think it, it has to do something of like 
a low self-esteem a little bit, don't you think? Like when you start comparing to others, I feel like it's kind of like a vicious cycle because um, you will, it, it, it never ends. Like for me, myself, I think I used to, I used to be like, I think this is what, the, this is the dangerous part of comparing to others. I feel like when you, when I go and compare to Danielle, I feel like I cannot compare to Danielle right now. Like we, if we're gonna compare, you need to see the full context of that. Explanation means like, hey, if I'm gonna compare, I can't compare to Johnny because Johnny's earning $120,000 right now and I'm earning 60. Um, I think I need to know where Johnny comes from. Where, where, what, what, um, what position was Johnny uh, going out of high school? What, pay, what, did, what did their parents do? What was Johnny doing extracurricularly? And so on and so forth. I think, uh, I, I think uh, I, over time I learned like, hey, I, in fact, let me put you like this. I used to see a lot of people like, like that had, oh my God, look at Mark Zuckerberg, drop out of Harvard at 17. Then I'm a loser. I'm, I'm 20. <laughs> I'm 20. I don't have a billion dollars. That means I'm a definitely a loser. But no, I'm, I'm, again, but if you actually look a little closer to the context of that, like, hey, he went to Harvard. To go to Harvard. Um, first of all, that's that. Yeah, people that go to Harvard, the, come on, man. Come on, man. Like when you go to Harvard, you really like it's it's not you you you're not you're not you're not you're not you know what I'm saying? Like you really you really not like an accident. Like right. you're not you're not like you didn't pass high school with C's. Mm -hmm. You know exactly. So I feel like. Um, the thing with with uh, with comparison is like we need the full context in order to able to like I feel like they're dangerous. Mm -hmm. I think you can use healthy comparisons. You can compare. And yes, be healthy there are healthy it. comparisons for sure. You can you can be healthy and compare, mm -hmm. but I feel like you got to be careful when you compared and then you start self punishing yourself mm -hmm. because you you are not where you're supposed to be, quote unquote. Right. You know, um, yeah, I feel like you can use comparisons. The comparisons, they're half their place. Um, and there are, there, there, there are, there is a healthy way to uh, use them. Absolutely, I agree. 100%. Um, I did have a second topic that I wanted to us to explore today. And it was uh, the success of Kodak. Kodak? Yeah, Kodak. Black? What? No, the comment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Kodak? What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> okay. company. Kodak company. Yeah. Fo the photography company. Yeah, the photography company. Okay. So tell me about it, because I honestly, I don't know too much about them. I have some of their products, but... You never heard about Kodak? No, I've heard of them. I don't know too much. I haven't done any research on well, the company. Well, Kodak was well. Kodak was a company. Let me let me hold up. Let me pull out my notes. Let me pull out my notes. So Kodak, nice. Right here. So Kodak. 
is an American company that produces camera-related products. <laughs> I mean, I know that much. What what is actually what, what, okay? So Kodak on the on the '90s, Kodak's basically Kodak. Like, let's just say this is straightforward. Basically, Kodak on the '90s controlled the photography business, right? Kodak um, controlled the photography business. They they and eventually, it, it's not only Kodak. Like you can think about Kodak. Uh, what's this? Uh, I'm not from America, so forgive me here. But it, I think it's Blockbuster that had a company that also they rented stuff, mm-hmm. right? That what what they, they rented like movies on the yeah, weekly videos. basis. So Blockbusters, um, all these companies, for instance, like the like they had they had. Let me just what should you say, Tamara? They had a, a chance that the industry was moving in a certain direction, but they did it because they thought that they were. They were just they were the industry. For instance, Kodak was they sold cameras and they sold. I don't know if you remember if you, but ca- cameras back in the day they didn't have the they didn't used to be digital. They had the little the film. Yeah, mm-hmm. so the film you take pictures, you take it to a Kodak Kodak store and then they give you back the pictures, right? Mm-hmm. Then that didn't happen. In fact, even when they were still digital, you still gotta got had to go and take the little memory and they will print it for you. Right, but then what happened? Phones. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Blockbuster. What happened with Blockbuster? Netflix. There we go. Streaming services. So my thing is, why? As a what my, this is my question to you as entrepreneur. If you own, if if like, what is the things you got to keep doing yourself? So these things don't happen to you, like when they, like what are the things as entrepreneur, as a, as a company owner, that you gotta do so the you become stale, you become old, and they, you're not part of the industry anymore. Well, I have to say two things. I would say, for one, you have to create a unique product, something that's always gonna be needed, and along with that product, you have to make sure that you're staying innovative. Mm-hmm. Meaning you're keeping up with the times. Mm-hmm. What is constantly evolving right now? Mm-hmm. Technology. Correct. Technology is constantly evolving. So you have to keep up to date with it. You know, you can't just stick to the 2000s and not adapt to smartphones or adapt to how to use a computer Correct. or a tablet. You know, you have to keep up with the times. So I think Correct. that's very important is to be innovative and um, up to date on the most digital trends. That's Correct. important as an entrepreneur. Correct. I yeah. think, um, like, one of the things is like, for instance, like, I feel like if you were a competitive player, people are always watching film on you, especially Blockbuster and Kodak. That they literally were giants back in the day of the industry. They literally had like the, for instance, like Apple, like right now, like they own cell phones. Along with probably mm-hmm. Samsung, you could say. I use a Samsung, by the way. But mm-hmm. Yeah, but Apple, we got to give them. I use yeah. both. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, let's just say, okay, um, electric cars. What do you think? The first thing you could you think? I want an electric car. You want an electric car, right? Yeah. So, but what, what's the first thing you think when you, when you what's, what the, what's the brand you think when you? Tesla. Correct. So, my thing is when you are a jagged of the industry, I feel like that's the point that you should be more innovative. When you are, like the fact that you are on top of the industry, 
shouldn't shouldn't be a factor so you become cautious and and act with fear and be like okay we we are on the top of the industry in terms of, of electric cars now all that we're gonna do is just keep doing the same thing we're doing we're not gonna add any new features to it we're just probably gonna put a brand new color put it gold now and just just sell more because they're selling and I feel like they never move with the industry. They never were like, no, they, they, they really became a little bit of what's egocentric. Like they really, so I feel like as a, as a company owner, you should really pay attention to where the industry is moving. Um, that's pretty much it. I think like, yeah, like I think it has to do a lot with self-awareness. Right. Like, are you really self-assessing the company to see where is it for real? Mm-hmm. Because I I feel like that those those companies didn't went down the toilet in one second. They were really it was really a trend. They were going down eventually, and they really decide over a period of time to not change. Right. It wasn't a thing like oh, on July there was three hundred stores of Kodak. Um, September none. They really they they were around for a couple of years on a downtrend. It's the same thing with I think Blockbuster is to a couple around for history purposes, uh, don't mm-hmm. they? Yeah, so I, believe I feel like it was like a self conscious choice. You, you can see not everybody adapts to change mm. easily, so I feel like they could have seen that their sales were going down, dwindling mm-hmm. down over I would say maybe about a year or could mm-hmm. have been longer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think whomever's in charge of the financial statements and everything should have been able to see that mm-hmm. and then it would have been their um, it should have been in their best interest to kind of look and find out what is causing us to lose money why mm-hmm. are we not generating as many sales as mm-hmm. we used to before so that's important um, to look at from a company's standpoint mm-hmm. if they had gone digital where they could have digital renting. Could they sell phones now? Could we be seeing a, a case where... Imagine... I think... Man, I think Kodak missed out on a great opportunity. They were owning cameras at that point. Mm-hmm. Well, they do have some co- camera brands now that are actual digital cameras. Not the little... <laughs> but the little imagine if they really pull out with a, with a... Like, you know what I'm saying? Back in the day with a digital... A full... Because think about this... If they decide to go without the role back in the day, you know how much money these people would be losing because the stores will be useless. Mm-hmm. They really decide, oh no, we cannot let the role go. If this, the, the, the what's it called, the film, mm-hmm. the film, I'm calling the role. Mm-hmm. If they decide to to take the film out of the camera, you know how much money they would be losing, but they will be on top of the industry right now. Right. So again. And it's hard, man. Let me be honest. I, I give I, a special shout out to Apple because Apple, they really not fearful to take advantage on technology, to really take the leap. For instance, everybody bashed Apple when they took the headphone jack out. I was just going to say that's the only thing I don't like because I cannot use my phone and charge it at the same time if I wanted to use headphones. I have to use a Bluetooth operated device or play it out loud. But you don't need I, it though. What do you mean? You don't need the headphone jack. Like I, the percentage. If I have a pair of headphones that has uh, the 0.5 or 0.6, whatever the number is, um, jack. Mm-hmm. 8.5, I cannot I use those headphones. 
I have an adapter, but if my adapter is plugged in, I cannot charge. Now, the did the industry followed? Yes or no? Well, Samsung. Everybody from did. From what I understand, everybody did. Everybody did because they want Bluetooth. Okay, devices. let me go. Let me go. Let me wireless, go a little wireless. Let me go. Tricky. Let me go. Let me go simpler. Back before Apple, when they make their phone, you 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 could never access the battery. Mm-hmm. You still can. You still can, but that was not they they when they like that was part of the like you know what I'm saying like taking that leap. When not no one on the industry does it, that's scary, and that's what it takes to be in front, because they were taking. I remember when the first iPhone came out, no buttons, not a stylus. A stylus, they, people were like, "Where's the stylus?" No, they were like, "Is but that's really what it takes to those decisions to be to make those." I think literally. The definition of entrepreneuring has to be a great amount of fear um, and risk. Like that's that's what an entrepreneur is. It's someone who goes on a limb and takes some risk. It's not knowing so what the outcome is going to be. Yeah. So again, I, I just wanted to say that. I just wanted to like, like really talk about like what it takes to be in front of the industry and that's yeah that's Mm -hmm. for me yeah Yeah, absolutely yeah just want to talk about that today it's going to be a short episode so (laughs) yeah yeah so get us out of here then yeah you done yeah i'm done all right well thank you guys for listening to our podcast today and we'll see you next week all right bye bye